Hey, I'm Ray, and this is The Kitchen. Today we're talking about fall desserts. This year I'm really feeling the desire to get into the fall spirit and appreciate the simplicities of fall, and that includes fall-themed baking. So using those in-season ingredients you're probably familiar with. If you're not, my last podcast was produce that is in-season in the fall. So I will link that down below for you guys to check out if you want to. Let's go ahead and I'm going to whet your appetites for some fall-inspired desserts and hopefully give you some inspiration for your fall baking. So to start, we're going to go with pumpkin. Everyone knows fall is the season of the pumpkin. Now there may be some disagreement there. Some people may be apple people, but we will get there. So just getting right into it. Pumpkin bread and its variations. So you can have a traditional plain pumpkin bread. You can have a pumpkin bread that has like cream cheese marbled into it. Um, there are pumpkin breads where you can do a frosting or a glaze on top. Or you can do what I always do is just add chocolate chips. It's kind of like cheese with savory stuff, just add chocolate chips to a lot of your baked goods and it's wonderful. Next we have pumpkin muffins and it's kind of the same story as it is with pumpkin bread. You have different variations, you can put different toppings on, you can put different additions into it. So what you can think of to do with pumpkin muffins or pumpkin bread, you can usually flip-flop and do with the opposite. Pumpkin chocolate chip cookies. I have a recipe for those. Any of the recipes that I say, I will link down below in the show notes or description for you guys. Pumpkin pie, a classic for Thanksgiving, but why wait for Thanksgiving? A pumpkin roll with a cream cheese frosting. I'm not the biggest cream cheese person. Um, it's just very rich. I know some people love cream cheese, but what I would do if you're not a cream cheese person, and you're interested in making something that has a cream cheese frosting, I would cut the cream cheese frosting recipe in half and substitute by volume whipped cream or Cool Whip and just fold the whipped cream slash Cool Whip into your cream cheese frosting and it kind of cuts some of the richness and it gives it a lighter texture. I like that. I came across pumpkin brownies. For some reason, even though I just mentioned pumpkin chocolate chip cookies and I truly enjoy those. Pumpkin brownies just didn't seem as interesting to me. Let me know what you think. Pumpkin bars, pumpkin coffee cake. I love a good coffee cake, so pumpkin coffee cake sounds really good. Pumpkin donuts. I found a recipe for baked pumpkin donuts. So if you are going to make those, you will need the donut pans that you can buy for baking them. Keep that in mind if that recipe interests you. A pumpkin cheesecake or a maple pumpkin cheesecake. Um, and there was a no-bake option. Pumpkin whip. Now basically, if you've never had pumpkin whip, it's pumpkin puree, cool whip. You could always make your own whipped cream. Um, spices. I think that's it. I don't think you add any extra sugar. I think the Cool Whip takes, the, takes that job, but I may be forgetting, so I will link that down below. Pumpkin cinnamon rolls. Those also sounded really good. And then pumpkin scones. Now, not pumpkin, but cousins to pumpkin, 
keeping it in the family, we have sweet potato pie and butternut squash bread, which sounds kind of weird, but if you think about it, pumpkin and butternut squash, they're quite similar. I think we're just not used to hearing like squash being put in bread. And then there's zucchini bread, so it may be more normal than we think. I just don't think of butternut squash specifically being in sweet things. Now we move on to apples. You didn't ask, but I'm going to tell you. I have apples on my headband. Let's see if you can see. Can you see those? Yes. So, feeling very festive. So we have a Dutch apple crisp or an apple brown Betty. Now, the difference between a crisp and a brown Betty, allegedly, is a crisp typically contains oats in the topping, whereas the Betty does not. It's just flour. If you can confirm that, let me know. Head on over to YouTube and leave me a comment. However, the apple brown Betty recipe that I came across has an almond cream that goes over it. And that sounds really good. Apple pie, a classic. And then you can have your variation of like a pie crust topping or like a crisp topping. I would prefer the crisp topping because I would prefer there not to be any crust on it. I prefer an apple crisp versus an apple pie. That's just me. Then we have variations of the apple pie. You have the apple hand pies, then you have apple pie bars, and caramel apple pie. If you're a caramel apple kind of person, caramel apple pie. Then we have apple fritters, and I found an air fryer recipe, which sounds a lot less messy and possibly a smidge healthier for you. Apple turnovers, Dutch apple bread, and it has a cinnamon streusel and a vanilla glaze. Mm. Then we have classic caramel apples, and caramel apples can be pretty big, and that's a lot to bite into, so I thought, why not take your Granny Smith apple and core it and slice it, and then dip the individual slices, and then you'll have so much more like caramel and toppings to apple ratio. That sounds better to me. We have applesauce bread, caramel apple cheesecake, or a cinnamon apple cheesecake for my cheesecake and apple lovers out there. Baked apples, so you have your apple and you core it, and I think you end up scooping some of the apple out. I've never made baked apples before, so correct me if you don't take any of the innards out. But I think you, you have to make room for what you're putting in there, which is like a sweet, crunchy cinnamon oat filling. It's like you turn an apple crisp inside out. Then you have cinnamon apple oatmeal muffins, and this one sounds so mouthwatering. Apple cardamom cake with caramel pecan butter frosting. I'll say that one more time. Apple cardamom cake with caramel pecan butter frosting. I do realize I said pecan and pecan. I usually say pecan. We're all gonna disagree about what's right and I'm, I'm a little indifferent. But I'll put a star next to that one when I link it down below for you guys. Apple strudel, apple dumpling bake, apple nut bread pudding, and apple crumb bars. Delicious. Okay, now we'll move on to a fruit that 
I more associate with Thanksgiving and you might too. The humble cranberry, cranapple crisp. So we get a little bit of teamwork here with the apples and the cranberries. Cranberry sauce. I don't really see that as a dessert. That's not technically on my list. It's just kind of like a side for Thanksgiving. I mean, if it was that good, we would have it throughout the year. And you might, but I said cranberry sauce. I actually, the what I had written down was cranberry sauce swirl pound cake. So I thought maybe you could use up any leftover cranberry sauce from Thanksgiving to make the pound cake. Just an idea. And then we have white chocolate cranberry walnut cookies. And I like the idea of making those during the month of November. Like that's my plan. That's gonna be my November cookie. Then we have cranberry chip cookies, cranberry sauce swirl cheesecake, or cranberry topped cheesecake. So you can have your cranberries marbled throughout or just on top. Cranberry sauce oat bars, Nantucket cranberry tart. I thought that was fun because I love the thought of New England in the fall. Just seems so cozy and beautiful and I don't know. Do you agree? Hit that like button if you agree. New England in the fall. It's like just one of the places to be. Cranberry pear pie. Now I've known cranberries to team up with apples, but cranberries with pears, I'm not sure how that would go. It made the list. Cause it's just an idea. If you're a big cranberry slash pear person, it might be a good fit for you. There were not a ton of pear recipes, but I did see uh, a few. So we have the cranberry pear pie, raspberry pear tart. I do like raspberries. Slow cooked gingered pears or a pear apple crisp. Next up, carrot. I don't know if you think of carrots as an ingredient to use in your fall baking, but I thought it was a notable mention. So we have carrot apple muffins, carrot cake with a cream cheese frosting, or you could do a carrot cake cupcake version with a cream cheese frosting, or a cranberry carrot layer cake. That one seems different to me, but you never know. Now on to nut-themed desserts. Again, I don't know if it, I think of like pecan pie at Thanksgiving. Desserts that have nuts in them tend to have like the warm spices, and warm spices do tend to remind me of fall, so we have a nut category. Of course, we have pecan pie and the variations, so there's like a chocolate pecan pie, caramel pecan pie cheesecake, and there's a bars variation, so caramel pecan pie bars. Then we have just pecan pie bars, no caramel, pecan shortbread cookies, those sound like they'd be really good dipped in like your coffee or your tea. Pumpkin pecan cheesecake or pumpkin pecan pie. And then baklava, which I don't know who technically claims the ownership to it. I think of Greece, but I think it's just like a Middle Eastern slash Mediterranean dessert. You have phyllo dough and then you have I might get this wrong, so correct me if I'm wrong. Nuts and I think like honey and it's wrapped up into phyllo dough. I think most of you have heard of it. You may not have had it, but I think you've heard of it. Okay, so moving on to ginger slash those warm spices, just those themed desserts. So we have snickerdoodles, lots of cinnamon and snickerdoodles, gingerbread cake with a spiced cream cheese frosting. 
or gingerbread cake with a maple glaze. I have made the gingerbread cake with the spiced cream cheese frosting. And I did what I mentioned at the beginning of this episode is I only made half the recipe for the cream cheese frosting and then I cut in Cool Whip to make up that second half. And so it cut the richness, it made it a lighter texture, and it was really good. It was a very memorable cake. <laughs> Gingerbread pumpkin trifle. Gingered almond truffle tart. Ginger and maple macadamia nut cookies. Chai cupcakes, for my chai tea lovers out there. Molasses cookies. And ginger cookies. I think there's a lot of similarities between molasses cookies and ginger cookies. Perhaps just more or less ginger. Maple butterscotch brownies. Now I looked at the picture and I think they're technically blondies. I don't think there's chocolate in them. So we'll call them maple butterscotch blondies. Churros, which I don't know if, if churros are part of your culture, I don't know if you would consider them a fall dessert, but I guess in America, like the cinnamon, I don't know why they made the autumn dessert list, but I just, I wanted to share. And then caramel cheesecake brownies. I don't know why I put that under the ginger slash spiced list, but caramel cheesecake brownies. Ah, and that's not even all of them. I mean, I feel like it's a pretty comprehensive list, but also as you notice, you probably noticed some of these recipes incorporated two ingredients like pumpkin and apple, apple and cranberry, pear and ginger, pecan and caramel. So it's kind of like between pumpkin, apple, cranberry, pear, carrot, nuts, ginger slash spices. It's like pick two and mix them together and you'll, you'll find a dessert. <laughs> I will link those down below. Um, what, what did I mention that stood out to you? Leave me a comment over on YouTube. I think what stood out to me was that apple cardamom cake with caramel pecan butter frosting. That's definitely not the only one, but that one sounds really good. <laughs> well, I hope my list brought you some inspiration for your fall baking, and I hope you take the opportunity to bake something delicious this fall. I know I will be, I already have been. <laughs> So happy fall, happy baking, and I want you to know that Jesus loves you and he wants a relationship with you. And I'll leave a passage of scripture down below in the show notes if you're interested. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Amen.